Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It'll be uh, Major Travis Yates, bottom of this hour from the Tulsa PD. He's got a book out. He's got a great website. And we talk about policing in America. Is anybody signing up? Does anybody want to be a cop anymore in America? I think it's a valid question because of the woke crowd and the cancellations that happen all the time. So the question is, does anybody want to be a police officer? Uh, and the answer is, not like it used to be. And he's going to explain that. It's not, uh, it's not easy. It's not easy because it used to be that they had to turn people away. Now they've got to beg people to come. Plus, we've got a PAGS parody today that Carrie absolutely adores. Love no. that for you as well on a Don't Thursday. Lie what? To the people. What's that? I didn't say adore. Mm, it's something like that. I don't that. believe I've ever said that about any of your parodies. I think it was. I, I think it was adore. I think it was the word. No. Yeah. No. Then all right on a Thursday. Seems like my Friday. Well, I think what you said was that it was good. And that to me translates to adores. I, no, I adore the parodies. Don't translate what I said. Imprisoned by the way. You should play the Friday song. Could have been. Why? It's my Friday. Left here on my own. And now you love it when I say that. So it seems. It's your Thursday. You haven't had Friday off. Mm-mm. Keep it up. You won't have it off. Oh, yeah? That's right. What we'll can we get you? Let's go. Took the key. You feel it all right. Come on, man. I'm not feeling too good myself. Who's got the harmony? Oh, I do. Okay. Feeling all right. I'm not feeling too good myself. A little bit, huh? <laughs> Negative, Nelly. You're such a wife. Why don't you act, act nice? You're taking the day off tomorrow. That'd be nice. <laughs> I gotta get it all in. I gotta get Why? it all in today. Just because. Like I you'll be dropping f bombs in my Facebook Messenger later. <laughs> I mean, what, sure what, I what do we do that. here? I'll show to that too. Yeah. Come on, man. All right. Eight 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 nine four one Pags. JoePags.com. Plenty of news coming your way. Plenty of stories coming your way. We do have a Pags parody today, and the people love the Pags parodies. Uh, they're like, please, please play the Pags parody again. <laughs> Oh, I told the one guy, you know, dump the show. He said, no, I love everything else about the show. I'm like, no, that's a big, big time part of the show. I want you to stop. I'm ordering you to stop listening to my show. He won't. The guy won't stop. Um, it's okay. It's, what, it is. I mean, it's fine. I mean, Just go ahead and listen. But, but how do you think that it's helpful to tell me that you don't like the thing <laughs> no. that actually does set my show apart? I mean, it, Carrie and Polo and Sam set it apart as well. And I sound different than other talk show hosts. I get it. But we also, we, we sing, we have fun, we, we let our hair down a little bit. Everybody's so serious all the time. Mm, know. You know what I mean? I know. Everybody's so damn serious. I know. Believe me, I know. Over on the, over on the Twitters, uh, Sarah Palin and uh, Trevor Noah were both, um, were both trending. Mm-hmm. Guess which one is the good guy? Guess which one is the bad guy? I'm saying bad guy, Sarah Palin. Yeah. Yep. Good guy, Trevor Noah. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Noah, who, of course, before he got the job, what is it, The Daily Show he does? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've never seen him do it. But I've seen his tweets oh, mm-hmm. where his comedy was very off color, attacking Jews, attacking really? women, fat women. I mean, all sorts of stuff. And he's just like the golden child now. And he keeps on going on and on what? about how people in America don't understand the plight of black people in America. A, you're from South Africa. That's the first thing. B, you're a millionaire doing a job in America. Why are you complaining? Carrie, I, does that Good ever question. make any sense? No. It would be it like not. Elon Musk, who who clearly loves 
that he has so much opportunity. It would be like him saying, I'm only worth $100 billion. This sucks, man. This country sucks. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really stupid, actually. It would yeah. be unbelievably stupid. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, she was the bad guy. He was the good guy. I'll get into that a little bit uh, as we go along here. But somebody sent me this in the email, and they said, you know, this might be, and the first suggestion wasn't good. I, I don't remember what it was. Oh, was and can I just say good? this? Oh. Can I, yeah, this one was great. Mm. Can I can I just make this disclaimer again, Carrie? Please, you probably can do this. I've said this so much now. When somebody writes me an email and says, oh. "Hey, why don't you use Devil Went Down to Georgia?" No, people, he will not be using the Devil Went Down to Georgia. Uh, why not? Too long. It is too long. Uh, it, it tells quite a story, and it just won't work. And the, all the all, all they think of, and thank you for listening for once. Oh. You actually listen to me. That's actually what I say. Um, I get it. Biden went down to Georgia looking for a vote to steal. I get it. That line makes sense. Write the rest of it now. <laughs> well, actually, don't. Because now they're going to do it. And, and they're, they're going to send, send it to it me to and you. expect me to cut do it. it. I'm not going yeah. to do it. How long is that original song? Polo, do you have that in your library? How long has Devil Went Down to Georgia? That's got to be five, six minutes long, no? Let me check. It just feels like it is. Let me know. Uh, it, it, again, the parody today's parody was like was like two ten. Google is saying it's three minutes and thirty four seconds. I would find that very surprising. It was three thirty four, but even if it is, hmm. it is really intricate. There's a lot of talking in the song. Two different vi- violin sections. I mean, the whole thing doesn't make any sense. I mean, the one line does. Paul, is it three thirty? Library still opening. <laughs> Google took one second. What is it? Windows ninety five on that computer? What's on that no, computer? No, no, no. I mean, I'm opening up the library for the entire building, so it, it and and it, it should be it, instantaneous. It's not. Technology really does work that way. Uh, not really. Um, not these are hard drives from 1942. There are two little men <laughs> starting up the train to start the hard drive going. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, there it is. Um, I'd be surprised if it's three thirty, but if it is, it's still very intricate. Very involved. Two completely different stories. There's a competition, a battle on fiddle playing. I mean, come well, on. When Wikipedia is saying four minutes, 13 seconds. Well, that, that sounds more like it. Huh. What is this 331? I don't know. That's what Google said. The one that I have in the system here says 333. Huh. Okay. There probably was a radio edit. Then there was the original one. Because one, he says son of a gun. One, he says son of a bee. Without a doubt, he so says the bee word. Now, I don't know. I think that it's a longer version where there's more stuff in it. Either way. It's too complicated. Look, Carrie, I mean, if you want me to do it, Carrie, I'll do it. No, I'm good. And yeah. it will be a day that you're here. No, I'm good. Don't have to do that one. No. Mine went down to Georgia looking for a vote to steal. Again. I get it. Yeah. It's a great line, but it's not happening. And if anybody suggests my Sharona one more time for my Corona, are I'm they still you, doing that? There's going to be trouble. I've been about two years. Was, you, well, you want me here? You want me to do my Corona? I'd rather, I, re- I would rather hear you do that one over The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Well, The Devil Went Down to Georgia is not happening. It's, it's really, half of the song is talk. Do you want to hear either one of those, Polo? Listen, I mean, Polo sends me ideas like... all the time. Don't even act like you guys got to act like you hate all you want on the air. No, I, but Polo I, sent me I an don't idea have like a yesterday. problem when you do them because then I can just tune out. So it's fine. Okay, so your suggestion you don't tune out the rest of the show? Well, I mean, I can tune out and good know point, that nothing's right. no, going to happen. Pax. I know good nothing's going to happen when you're playing it. So. <laughs> There you go. So, and Carrie, you, know, you can lie all you want to. You know damn well that this <laughs> separates us, and I do Of course it songs. does. Yes, you do. Yeah. All right. This was suggested suggested by a listener, and I thought it was a good suggestion. But but w- what happens normally, this is the way my brain works. I'll get the suggestion, and I'll sit on it for five or six days. 
And then eventually, if the song works up enough in my head, I'll go listen to the original song, and I'll think to myself, can I knock this out pretty quickly? And this one's easy. There really is no harmony in it, and it's just a matter of picking somebody to pick on. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a bully song. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to pick on? I'm going to pick on the woke crowd, and, uh, and then just make fun of them for like two minutes. So here it is. It's a Pags parody suggestion. I don't know the guy's name. I thought it was a good suggestion. Hmm. Instead of short people, which is just cutting down short people, it's uh, woke people. A Pags parody. Let's go. Woke people got no reason. Woke people got no reason. Woke people got no reason to whine. Bring it down. They got their big nose in our business. Minds are closed, we have all witnessed. They got little brains that are easily tricked. Pushing values change, it's pretty sick. Well, I don't want no You gotta hear the original. It cuts down short people, then he says how great they are. It's very weird. Let's go. Well, people are nothing like you and I. They want you canceled or just to die. Well, people picked slow Biden. Slow Biden. Well, people think they're enlightened. Woke people have some people so frightened. Take it now. They want dudes swimming against the chicks. Choose race and sex for SCOTUS picks. They want gas prices high as the eye can see. To stop us from driving around their SUVs. They got green hair and fake outrage out of Alinsky's book. They took a page Well, I don't want no woke people Crack, they might smoke people Don't want no woke people around here There you go. Little woke people for you, Pags parody suggested by a listener. And again, the way that he did it, Carrie, was he sent me, here's the original song, mm-hmm. and then he said you could maybe make it woke instead of short people, and he didn't write a word. I keep on, I'm getting like docu, I'm getting Word documents and PDFs yeah. of people writing these things Don't now. Do Stop. That, people. Yeah, he won't record and it. Then, but, th- but then I feel bad because I think that my easy answer for somebody who writes it for, for me, I say, hey, why don't you do it? This would be mm. great. Your family and friends would love it. There you go. Yeah. But then they do it and send it to me. Like I'm going to air it. <laughs> no, he won't. You know won't. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, ain't going to happen. Yeah, I'll let you be the bad guy. Carrie, am I going to air the, the guy's song when he sends it to me? Absolutely not. Nope. Thank you. So stop it. Not a chance. The Polo not, Polo's put in a request. He wants my Corona. Tomorrow. Go for it. No, I'm Absolutely. not doing it tomorrow. It'll be Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. It'll, right. it'll, it'll be a Wednesday, actually, yeah. which is hmm. the right day for it. Yes, Polo. Uh, I mean, aren't they saying that there may be a possible new variant? So you could just say, like, more Corona instead. Well, not only that, I think that they're actually calling it Flurona, which is the flu mixed with coronavirus. Nice. I mean, Carrie, I'm not making it up. There's really a flu rona out there, isn't there? Yes, I've heard of that, yeah. My flu rona. It could be something. It might be something. Mm. 
Sing the background mm. part for me. I'll sing it right now. Just go. Mm-mm. <laughs> mm-mm. No, I'm not, I'm Come not on, making those Come noises. On. No. God. I'm not making those noises. Nope. All right. Eight 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 nine four one pags JoePags.com. You don't have to call in about the uh, about the the Pags parody. You can go to mm. Twitter. You can go to Getter. You can go to any of the what? You, you want to take a bunch I... of calls? You're just going to tell me how great it was. Is that what you want? <laughs> no, not really. I'll no. do it. Are you asking for calls on that? <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I just thought you were because I didn't say two, two, two because I thought you know people were going to vote. No, I didn't say one or two. And why are you saying I two? I thought I thought they were. Oh, I'm just kidding around with Yeah, that. some doofus over in the web. Oh, you're just afraid they're going to be better than yours. Dude, I've listened to these. I've listened to them. <laughs> they're not, right? Okay? I'm just going to leave it there. I've listened to them. <laughs> and I love you all like brothers and sisters, but listen, stop. Um, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Carrie, I gave you a story right before uh, we came out for the top. Uh, let's do that one. Let's, um, uh, let's do that. We'll open up phone lines for that uh... when we come back as well. Bottom of the hour. Did I not give you a story? You did not. You know, this is because I feel like you're off already. Mm, mm, wish. This is like uh, what you, you wish. <clears throat> Have you heard yourself so far today? Whoa. Now that's what? below the belt. How's buddy. that below the belt? What that's do you mean? That's a little what below the belt. That's what does that mean? being really mean. Actually. What does that mean? You All right. So th- I saw a piece of video out of San Antonio Airport yesterday from some undercover you know, uh, independent journalist where we just have all these men. We're like a fighting age. We're just showing up across the border. They're flying. The, they're, they're, they're either busing them or flying them to San Antonio. Then they take, take them from San Antonio to any place they want to go for free. And I think that we have a story on this. I mean, they're literally not telling us what they're doing in the dark of night, but they're still doing it. Yes, from the blaze leaked video reportedly exposes illegal immigrants from southern border states disembarking from a charter plane at Westchester County Airport in New York. The video of alleged undocumented migrants was obtained via a Freedom of Information Act request by former Westchester County Executive Rob Astorino, a Republican candidate for New York governor in 2022. In the 51-minute video, there is body cam footage from Westchester Police Sergeant Michael Hamborski, who's seen on the tarmac of Westchester County Airport August 13, 2021. There are reportedly about a dozen federal contractors assisting the migrants from the plane to buses. At 6.09 a.m., Hamborski reportedly begins asking questions to federal contractors about the charter flight arriving after the airport's curfew. You're on a secure facility here. We really don't know anything, and we're in charge of security, Hamborski tells a federal contractor. According to the New York Post, this is anti-all-hour security stuff. I'm just trying to figure out what's what, who's who, and how I'm supposed to keep this secure, Hamborski continues. An alleged federal contractor tells the police officer, we're not allowed to have our picture taken when we get on base. Hamborski reacts by saying, unbelieving believable, and who's that by? DHS, Department of Homeland Security. Uh, the said contractor replies, yes, and the United States Army. You're on a federal installation, but DHS wants everything on the down low. Another alleged contractor informs Hamborski, listen, my thing is I like to comply, but technically we're not supposed to show IDs or anything. Like I said, everything is supposed to be hush-hush. Hamborski asks the men why the charter plane is dropping off purported illegal immigrants at the airport in White Plains, approximately 35 miles northeast of New York City. You don't want to be in somewhere the spotlight is, the man responds. You want to try and be as down low as possible. A lot of this is just down low stuff that we don't tell people because what we don't want to do is attract attention. We don't want the media like we don't even know where we're going when they tell us. 
I mean, they're literally saying, we don't want the media, we don't want anybody to see it, we don't want residents to see it, we don't want local government to see it. They're doing this in the dark of night with our money, and they're sending these people who are here illegally, not to a court date, they're sending them anywhere they want to go, upstate New York, you want to go to Michigan, you want to go to California, you want to go somewhere in Florida. I mean, this, it's, it's some sort of weird global charity that we're running here. At the same time, we're lying that we have to go and stop the Russians from in, 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 any sort of uh, incurring onto the sovereignty and borders of Ukraine. It's bizarro world. Your thoughts when we come back. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you. It'll be uh, Travis Yates, major from the Tulsa Police Department. Also has a great book out. He's got a great website. Uh, you're going to want to learn from from Travis Yates. He's a great guy who brings the truth and talks specifically about what's happening in this country when it comes to policing. And it's a big difference between now and 30 years ago when it comes to getting recruits to go and, and keep the streets safe. So make sure you stick around for that. It's going to be about seven minutes from now. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your thoughts about sending people all over the country on your dime. That's right. Just take our money, take our tax money, send people anywhere they want to go, and and not even give them a slap on the back of the wrist. You just give them a, a swat on the rear end and you say, hey, have a nice life here in America illegally. Doesn't make any sense. Cambridge, Massachusetts. Steve, what's going on? Hi. Joe, this is part of the plan to radically change America change the ethnic makeup of America, change the cultural makeup of America uh, so that they can destroy the America we know and create a kind of socialist paradise. And in addition to that, for example, Joe Biden saying that the only type of person he consider for a vice, uh, excuse me, for a Supreme Court nominee is a black woman is so antithetical to the idea of equitable racial uh, justice in this country. Well, I think equal racial justice is what you meant. Equitable doesn't make sense. Equitable means the 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 promise of the equal outcome, and we don't make that promise here. We make a promise of equal opportunity in this country. But what you said makes perfect sense. There is a push to pretend like America doesn't have its own culture. There is a push to pretend that America doesn't have its own way of life, its own value system. So, because we don't have a culture or a value system, or because we were founded on the evil of slavery, they'll say, then we have no right. Although almost every country on this planet has had slavery at some point. None of those matter. None of those matter. It doesn't matter. What matters is you can attack America at its core by convincing the next generation that we suck. And they're doing a pretty good job of it. That's why those of us who don't believe that we suck and do love America and know that we're exceptional with our freedom and our liberty and our Constitution have to keep our voices loud. We can't just roll over and allow them to do what they're doing. And I think very well said. I appreciate what you said, Steve. But I think that you meant equal, not not equitable. 
888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Let me know what you think about that Pags Party woke people. Go to Twitter, at Joe Talk Show. Go to Getter, at Joe Talk Show. You can go to MeWe. We're starting to build a MeWe a little bit. That's at Joe Pags. Telegram is at Joe Pags. Uh, also, Instagram, you can go there and, and make a mention of it as well. I did promote, I think with a video, I promoted that we would have the, the parody on today. You can comment on that. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Major Travis Yates from the uh, Tulsa PD. When we come back, you're going to want to hear this. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this man back. He's a major at the Tulsa Police Department. It's Major Travis Yates. Travis, how are you? Good to see you. Hey, Joe. How's the hardest working man in radio doing? I don't know. I'm trying my best. I'm trying to keep up with you. You're writing books. You're managing this website. You're out there educating people about law enforcement. And I I just love it. Uh, um, it, We've already started the year out rough. Last year was one of the most deadly years ever for police officers in this country. And that's not a coincidence, knowing that we had this defund the police garbage. We have Soros financing, uh, you know, prosecutors here and there. We're not taking crime seriously anymore. And uh, and the fact that that so many law enforcement officers died on the job and were injured on the job is not surprising. Can we turn it around, knowing that we've got a White House the way that we have, and we've got a Congress the way that we have, where we've got actual progressives who are who are having voices that are being listened to? Well, it's a cause and effect, Joe, as you know. Uh, They can't do what they did to law enforcement over the last couple of years, and you've lined that out beautifully here, and not expect exactly what has happened. And I think what really concerns me from a leadership standpoint is this whole idea of police reform. They threw everything against the wall. They did everything they wanted to do. They keep talking about it. They've seen over the course very quickly that it's been a completely failed social experiment. Lives are being uh, damaged. Uh, violence is all over the country. More murders we've had in the last 25 years in this country. Last year was an all-time high in law enforcement deaths and injuries and ambushes, and they're continuing forward. There's, there's nobody that's evaluating what they have done to say, hey, listen, this is not good for our country. It's not good for public safety, and there doesn't seem to be anybody with any common sense to sort of evaluate this and say, this really didn't work. Maybe we need to think about criminal reform rather than police reform. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, exactly right. It's uh, Major Travis Yates. Go and get his book. It's called The Courageous Police Leader. His website is stopcowards.com. I put out a piece the other day where I said Black Lives Matter is a hate group. Uh, Black Lives Matter, I believe, is a racist hate group that's caused the deaths of many black people in America. And I can back that up with the numbers out of Philly, the numbers out of Chicago, the numbers out of Detroit, you can uh, the numbers out of San Francisco, L.A. You're seeing minorities killed at a higher level and a higher rate than we have in a very long time. They're being killed by criminals in their own neighborhoods. They're certainly not being killed by police officers. How do we change the narrative? Because, I don't know, probably 40, 50% of people that you talk to really think there's an epidemic of police killing black people. They really believe that because the media jumped on board with this radical leftist Marxist group, Black Lives Matter. So they're lying. We know they've, they've got their own personal security, so they're safe. And these cities are less safe because of their messaging. How do we change that? 
Well, it certainly is an ideology that's been embedded in American culture. And no one's going to argue that black lives shouldn't matter. But if black lives matter, we should be doing something about the violence that's really been preying upon the black community. That's what's really been tragic is ever since this movement has began, which we could there's really not even an argument. I think even uh, the victims of police violence and the people in the communities, they're they're out front saying Black Lives Matter, the organization is not helping me. Where's the money for my community? And so it's really just a fancy Ponzi scheme. Uh, and it's really unfortunate because people, I think, they want to drift towards helping people. And this this organization based out of Delaware that's a for-profit organization, you know, surfaced and everybody kind of attracted to it. But it's really hard to argue that since they've come on the scene, there's been more violence in the black community than really any time in history. And I think most people understand that. They're afraid to talk about that. Uh, there has to be solutions, Joe, that help save lives. And I don't see any solutions coming from that group that's actually helping and saving lives, especially black lives. And really, the truth is in the data. I saw what you said the other day. Look at the data. Don't argue with me. Just go look at the data and right. see what has happened in a lot of our, in, in a lot of our urban cities. And and from a law enforcement perspective, over 30 years of experience in this, uh, my brothers and sisters are heartbroken over because we want to stop this violence. Uh, every man, woman, and child has nothing to do with race. Joe deserves to grow up in peace and safety. Parents deserve to let their kids go outside and play without fear of gunfire. And there's just too many places in this country where that is happening. And I think we have what it takes in this country to overturn that. But it's going to be really difficult, as you said, if these lies continue. Because really, there's been a big lie that's been given to the black community, which is you should be more scared of police than you should the gang members outside. And the data does not support that whatsoever. Not even and, close. Uh, hey, Travis, it's not even close. Realizing that, we'll figure that out. Uh, you're right. The data doesn't doesn't uh, reflect that. Not even close. I mean, the right. percentages of police-involved shootings compared to black-on-black -black crime in Chicago is even close. It, it's, it's ridiculously far. What was it? Uh, 19, two years ago, it was 19 um, uh, people died while in custody or while, while going back and forth with police, some sort of police contact. And, and of all of them, maybe two or three were questionable. The other ones, the people had a weapon. The, the people were somehow in the commission of a crime. And then you've got like a 1,000 deaths in Chicago or 800 or something like that. And, and it's mainly people in minority communities, low-income communities. And it's mainly you know uh, innocent people dying at the hands of gang members. So we can change the narrative if you and I keep talking and if we keep on putting the truth out there. Get his book. It's called The Courageous Police Leader, StopCowards.com. You and I have talked about this before. My father was a firefighter. My grandfather was the, the fire chief in Belmore, New York. Um, I, I thought that when I grew up, I'd be a firefighter, maybe a police officer. I think when you're a little boy in America, generally speaking, those are the, were the go-tos in my generation. I'm going to be a firefighter. I'm going to be a police officer, or maybe I'll be Superman. I think I also wanted to be Superman or Batman. But at the end of the day today, when you see a 22-year-old who's been on the force a year and a half in New York City, who's got a wife and a little baby who's dead now, because he showed up to a domestic dispute and his partner just succumbed to his injuries as well. Two dead police officers in New York, both I believe in their 20s, both young men who probably like me thought, I'm going to be a cop when I get older, and they're just gone now. How can you possibly convince the next generation that it's an important job to do? It's important work to do, to support and defend your community, to protect and serve your family and your neighbors when you're seeing almost on the daily, a what was it, Harris County, Texas, just not too far from me, three hours from me, a couple of people, you know, uh, police officers shot, one died. I'm not sure about the other one. But at the end of the day, this is a dangerous job. You're not getting any support by big media, by big tech, by these groups that, that are getting all the highlights now, Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Why would anybody want to be a cop? 
Well, let me first start off by talking about those two heroes in New York City, Joe. I am absolutely amazed uh, that with what has gone on in law enforcement in the last several years, those young men decided to strap it up. Those young men decided to uh, go into this profession that is much harder decision than it was when I went into it 30 years ago. Yeah. We weren't facing this 30 years ago. It was a very easy decision to make. In fact, we were turning away qualified candidates 20, 30 years ago. So for those young men in New York City uh, that unfortunately have perished, man, I, I got to tell you, those and everyone else out there that's that age that decide to do this job, my hat's off to them. Those are true heroes for just doing the job. And uh, And by the way, the politicians in New York City that were saying everything horribly wrong about law enforcement, calling them every name in the book right. a year ago that are now turning around trying to pay homage to them. Uh, no, I know where they can go. Okay, yes. We're not going to forget what they did to this profession. We're not going to forget what the politicians and the defunded group and all the activists did to this profession that caused all the violence across this nation, not just law enforcement, but police. But your other question, Joe, is how do you convince young people to do it? Well, fortunately, uh, for law enforcement, God has placed a service calling in a number of people. And I would say about 70% of the people we recruit right now, they're going to do this job. Yeah, it's a tough job, but they feel a calling to do that. And thank God we have them. The difference, though, is it's 70% that have that calling today. Ten years ago, it was 110%. Yeah. We were turning away people. So what we're going to have to do is... Uh, we're going to have to, as leaders in this profession, have to overcome the rhetoric, overcome the media, overcome the lies, and make sure these young men and women understand that they will be supported. I don't care what a mayor says. I don't care what a governor says, and I certainly don't care what anybody in Washington, D.C. says. If my employer, my boss, my police chief, or my sheriff will have my back, that's what we need, Joe. And we've seen way too many police leaders, I talk about it in my book, that have succumbed to this wokeness and this culture that somehow this profession is wrong. I would put what this profession does as far as ethics against any profession on the planet. And uh, I'm amazed that there are people willing to do it. What we're going to have to do from law enforcement is to overcome that by leadership, but we're also going to actually have to start recruiting, Joe. We've never really had to recruit in the past. Once again, we had an unlimited amount of recruits coming in this profession. I tested for this job 30 years ago with 1,000 people for 10 positions, okay? Wow. Now we can't get 10 people to take a test in a month in most cities. So we're going to have to actually recruit. We used to, we've always recruited, but we recruited you from one agency to another. Our recruiting is going to have to change to we need to recruit you into this profession. Yeah. And unfortunately, there, there's a lot of departments that spend the money doing this, but they're just kind of throwing money at the wall because they don't know what to do. And this isn't a commercial, but I have latched on to one of the best companies I've seen called Safeguard Recruiting because they're owned by cops. Uh, they're operated by cops. They know exactly how to do that. And uh, they're doing some amazing work. So I have hope that if we can change the ideology from the recruiting standpoint, that our leaders can kind of stand up to the wokeness culture that's kind of created this mess, we still will be able to staff our police agencies. It's uh, Major Travis Yates, uh, Tulsa PD. Go get his book, The Courageous Police Leader. The Courageous Police Leader. The, the website is stopcowards.com. Always appreciate the insight. Uh, let me ask you this. We know that politicians can lie very easily. In fact, it's so easy, it's hard to tell when it is a lie. And now suddenly you've got these lefty politicians like the mayor of San Francisco, like the new mayor of New York, who one day says there's a perception of crime on the subway. The next day he said, I'm afraid to ride the subway because he saw what the poll numbers were saying about what he said the day before. These people are adept and they are professional liars. 
but they're starting to pretend like they're coming around. Jen Psaki at the White House suddenly said, we've got to we've got to find more funding for police, which was crazy. As Biden ran for president, he said he would divert money away from police to other programs. So the question is simple. Is there really a tide that's turning where people are starting to understand that defunding or attacking either verbally on social media or in real life police officers isn't working? You've got to refund them. We've got to now back the blue again. Or are they saying that, Travis, because it's, a, it's an election year? I think the citizens in this country know full well what has happened. Uh, and I think the politicians are chasing the polling, like you said, Joe. Uh, listen, they're, they're, they're going to – we know what they really believe because they've been they've said it for years. Yeah. So we know what they really believe, but they saw what happened in Minneapolis in the last election. Every single – politician in that city that was behind defunded police got ejected from office. They know what the polling says. And so we shouldn't fall for it. Like they're, they're, they're going to come back and try to say they support police because they use us every four years. So there's a reason why Ferguson was 2016. Right. There's a reason why George Floyd was 2020. Uh, th- those incidents, Ferguson was a justified legal shooting. The George Floyd incident was a crime. Uh, we all know that now. But there's been a lot of things that happened in those four years. There's a lot of things that they could say is controversial. So we know in 2024 it's going to come again. They're going to try this again, but I think they're going to have a different twist. They're going to say the reason you're not protected, the reason you're not safe is not because of my policies, not because of what I've been doing, not because of the environment that I have made, not because I defunded the police years ago. It's because of those police officers not doing their jobs. They're going to still use that. And so – Nobody really believes them in law enforcement when they're now saying this, and I don't think the citizens do either. They're not going to forget this. Uh, They can try to hide the crime all they want, but when people are out and about, they're seeing it, they're observing it. The AP, for instance, has has stopped reporting on a lot of local crimes because they don't want to give that perception off. They can hide it all they want, but, Joe, families are suffering. People are suffering. Law enforcement is the last line of defense. Right. I think in many parts of this country, law enforcement is doing the best they can. But if they work for politicians and they work for groups that are not supporting them, good luck in those cities. And we're probably not going to vacation there. Uh, what One thing is for sure. It doesn't matter if you're left or right, Democrat, Republican, doesn't matter. You do care about your safety, the safety of your kids going to school, your safety of your family, your grandmother, whomever it happens to be, your neighborhood being safe. When, when, when that goes away that safety that security that feeling of i'm home when that goes away politics go out the window and they will elect people that are going to start upholding laws well one last question for major travis yates get his book the courageous police leader go to his website stopcowards.com and last question has to be this when when you're out there in the community and and you're talking to people like when the people came back when the soldiers came back from vietnam they were being spit on they were being treated like garbage and then quietly americans came around going Dude, I get what you were trying to do over there, and I appreciate your service. Are you starting to hear that in the ranks of police officers where there was a great hatred that was rising in the urban communities against police? Now that crime has gone up exponentially, are cops starting to get the wink and the nod from neighbors again going, hey, I'm glad you're here? You know, it was always the very few people that had the hatred, Joe. I mean, um, it's hard to But they were loud. You're right, but they were loud. Yeah, they were very, very loud. But I think what has happened now is, is the silent majority that always had our back. They were always buying our lunch or they were always patting us on the back when nobody was looking. Yeah. They are now being more vocal and they are drowning out the other side. The other side's not going to stop. It's just an ideology that they have uh, for whatever reason, even though everything says that it's been a complete failure. Right. But what we're seeing now is, is the folks that kind of went along with it, the folks that were kind of silent, wasn't sure what to do. They are now speaking up. 
And uh, it's, it's similar to what happened in Virginia when the public school system, when all that happened, right? Those people that were generally silent then spoke up. We're seeing that in law enforcement. So I have hope in that. Uh, and I certainly think that uh, good times can come if leaders stand up and lead. Yeah, I think you're right. And, and, and you're certainly a leader that I've been turning to for a long time. We've become very good friends. It's Major Travis Yates. I appreciate the work you do at, at, at Tulsa PD, he said. And everywhere else that you go and visit, you're educating people about the importance of law enforcement, about the fact that there might be one or two bad apples out of an entire bushel, and law enforcement by and large. I, I always say this number is 95%. It might be 99% are good they're community members that want to keep the community safe, and then you get the bad apple every once in a while. But you get a bad talk show host every once in a while, too. But but to highlight that and pretend that's everybody is painting a broad brush that I reject, and I'm glad that you're out there keeping your voice loud. Go to StopCowards.com. The Courageous Police Leader is his book. It's Major Travis Yates. Travis, thanks a million. Appreciate you. Well, Joe, thank you for all your encouragement and support, and thank you for what you do. All right, thanks brother. For, thanks for having me. All right, man. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have Travis Yates on, Major from the Tulsa PD. Great information as always. Check out his book. Check out his website. We'll have him back on often. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com if you want to be heard. Make sure you stop by the website. It is a brand new redesign of the website. The uh, The new newsletter is starting to go out slowly but surely. And uh, just click on newsletter when you go to joepags.com you can watch the show like a tv show by clicking on watch now listen to the show let's say we get preempted for sports or whatever go there and click on listen live and you're going to hear the show live as we do it uh and also while you're there great news articles sign up for all the social media on the bottom it says contact click on that you can send me an email as well joepags.com get there right now i appreciate you doing so we take about super beats super beats awesome super beats heart shoes are a combination of non-gmo beats along with grapeseed extract. And it turns out it just tastes great. They taste great together. Going to help you have that ability to produce nitric oxide the way you used to. Going to get that energy going again because your blood flow is going to be back. Your circulation is going to be doing well. Your cardiovascular system relies on this miracle molecule. And Super Beats Heart Chews help you to restore that. Plus, they give you that energy without some caffeine drink or some energy drink or a bunch of sugar. That, generally speaking, will give you a big crash afterwards. Why go for that? I really like the Super Beats Heart Chews. Clinically researched grapeseed extract promotes heart healthy energy and normal blood pressure as part of a healthy lifestyle. So why not go to the website right now they made for you because you listen to my program. For my listeners, get up to 45% off plus free shipping at joelovesbeats.com. It's their best offer available anywhere. That's joelovesbeats.com, joelovesbeats.com. Why would you not get 45% off right now? Do it at joelovesbeats.com. Make that happen. Appreciate you being here. Another big hour coming your way. We've got campus reform next hour. Plenty of your phone calls as well. And if Carrie's lucky, I'll play that Pags parody again. I think I have to go. I think I have to go right now. What's that? Well, the restroom's around the corner. All right, back (laughs) after this. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.